Hello, guys, and welcome back to the Talk and Brew podcast. We're here with the mom, <laughs> the, therapy, <laughs> the true the mother. Person. Yes, Catherine Mua. Hi. If you don't know Miss Catherine Mua, she is probably the most accomplished graduate I know. <laughs> And I'm still in contact with, obviously. And it's like, it's crazy how much, as a friend, she's impacted both me and Carlos. So thank you, Catherine. I love you. You guys are, you guys are too nice. Definitely. I love you too, Daniela. Mm-hmm. Of course. And it's um, yeah. it's great to have you on the podcast, obviously. I mean, it's nice yeah. to be when we, here. When we say that Catherine is our mom, we we'll literally mean that she's our mom. She has fed us. She has been there for us. <laughs> it's it's such a, a such a bond. Yes, very much a bond. All the Asian candies that Carlos knows about, it's because of me. Yes, I am now <laughs> obsessed with Asian snacks. Like, I love them so much. And get over them. it's all because of Catherine. Yep. It's all because of God. I can only think of the amazing taste that she has allowed me to experience. <laughs> Truly. Catherine mm-hmm. has been there for us, both emotionally and monetarily she we can't we can't go over the fact that she's truly been a money big sometimes and i appreciated you every time you would help us with like anything emotionally and otherwise yeah it's great <laughs> i literally used to just give you guys my wallets like you guys i trusted you guys enough when you guys were like hey Catherine, i want the food yeah my wallet's in my bag just go grab it you gave us so much power in <laughs> i know you guys like now that i look back on it i'm like shit they could have spent all my money <laughs> <laughs> we could i mean could have just exploited it then yeah she you could've. guys could have just been like tacos for everyone yes <laughs> I could have used it to my advantage. I could have bought like a shit ton of titty fresh and you. Oh my <laughs> goodness, yeah. Honestly, my card was in there too. Like, <laughs> like you had everything. But mm-hmm. we never did it. We have to highlight yeah. that. Yeah. I have too much respect for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Obviously. And so. I'd be like if, hmm? I've said that. That'd be like if like our, your hero gave you their wallet. You're not going to, you know, do that to your hero. <laughs> you're going to do it to <laughs> Yeah. Just kind of what it is. Mm-hmm. So the last time that we actually had a one-on-one talk to Catherine was what, like a year ago? Well, well, Danielle me... and I talked <laughs> <laughs> extensively <laughs> earlier this week. It was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Carlos, you were busy. Um, you were actually yeah. at work, so it's okay. Understandable. <laughs> but yeah, I haven't talked to Carlos since. October because that was the last time I saw you. I think. So, Catherine, yeah. give us yeah, give the rundown like how college life has been and also what you went through this last semester or why you okay. literally weren't involved this last semester. So, all right, so my first semester of college, right, guys? Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, I had like I had a range, like a good range of classes. I had a class where the professor wasn't teaching me anything. And I literally <laughs> had to go back to Khan Academy for help. And Google was my best friend. And I was just like, oh, my God, what is wrong with this professor? But it was also his first year. So I guess, like, I couldn't cut the dude some slack. Of course. Mm-hmm. I had another class that I really enjoyed. Um, it was one of my major classes. Um, I can't remember, like, the name of the class. But the professor called it comparative politics. Basically, you Ooh. learn about, like, the basics of other, um, like, the politics 
oh i can't speak right now (laughs) basically you learn about like the politics of other countries and how they function oh and just like little like basic demographics and things like that Mm -hmm. um and then that class was really enjoyable the work was like the workload was decent and then my history class oh my god (sighs) the professor was a good professor like i'm not like he wasn't a bad professor our midterms were freaking crazy so our textbooks like there would be focus questions at the beginning like maybe five four to six at the beginning of each chapter and Mm -hmm. he had them broken up for midterm one midterm two um and then the final yeah and he said okay these are our three little sections and he goes the first section there i want to say there was like 21 focus questions we had to prepare flashcards for each and every one of them as if they were like mini essays so like one of the questions would be like why did uh the south fight for slaves you know something like that and you would have to write (laughs) on the flashcard i know so basic on the flashcard a thesis and then you could write that's like one of the you can only have like five sentences on there and it's your thesis and um four like topic sentences and that was all the sentences you could have and so you'll want to have like write out your body paragraphs and just information that you could put on them um, me being the procrastinating person that I am, I never really did them. I only really did them once. Yeah. And uh, don't do that, kids. <laughs> You're learning from me, don't do it. But mm. I will also say, like, this was freaking crazy. Like, I think the professor was kind of expecting too much out of us. Mm. And, mm. like, I get it. You know, you can make the argument where it's like, Catherine, this is college. You should be <laughs> doing better. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm not at Stanford. I'm at yeah. Sacramento City College. <laughs> emphasis let's not get it mixed up with state guys <laughs> yeah like i wasn't even at state i'm at a city college and i'm like this professor expects way too much out of us mm-hmm. and like he was kind of disappointed in us when like we wouldn't like really progress as a class because we kept on getting like c's and d's and i'm just like in my head thinking like sir maybe that's a sign that <laughs> this midterm is too hard mm-hmm. And he says, like, technically, like, according to, like, the rules um, so that this can give us credit for the same as the state college or mm-hmm. UC, mm-hmm. we're supposed to, like, write it or have at least, like, 3,000 words typed up or written up. So he says rather than making us write a paper, he's going to divide it between these midterms. And looking back on it, I'd rather him, like, have us write a paper. Yeah. And he did, though, have us write a paper. And it wasn't as big of an – actually, it was – probably equivalent to like a test Mm -hmm. like if he just had us write like two papers throughout the semester i would have been perfectly fine and you want to know how because i got a perfect score on that paper she's a scholar (laughs) i wish although actually i'm really proud of that paper my professor wrote on the comments he's like you should publish this in the school like the school paper and i was like whoa and i had because I was, like, really scared. I always do this when I write papers. I never check, like, my grade until I go home. So when I got it from him, I think we were on, like, our second midterm. I just grabbed it and went. He was like, wait, you're not going to look at it? And I'm like, no, I'm going to do it when I go home. And he goes, wow, you actually have a lot of patience. I'm like, thanks. So I look <laughs> at it, and I'm reading the comments, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. He actually enjoyed my paper. I'm like, wait, is this a trick? Because <laughs> I was just like, I don't have this kind of confidence in myself. I was so sure that this was like maybe a high C, low B paper because I kind of did this like maybe the night before, most Ooh. of it the night before. Actually, I finished that paper the morning of. 
Wow. Oh, I was writing up until class. I skipped my first class to write this paper. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I was like, I really procrastinated. It was it was terrible. And I was so surprised that he gave me like full credit and I aced it. And so I just talked to him on the day of the final. I was like, Professor, like, did you actually enjoy this? He goes, Yeah, like I wasn't joking around. Like, I think it's a great paper. And I'm like, oh my, oh my god, goodness. sir. Whoa. The 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 praise. <laughs> like, I don't have this kind of confidence in myself. I still don't. And it was just mm. amazing. Um but my classes are great. And in my comparative politics class, like, I actually made friends in that class. The only problem is, like, it's technically, like, the harder class for my major because mm-hmm. I'm a political science major. And it should be the class that I'm taking, like, my second year. So everyone in that class was going to, like, leave already. And I only know one person from that class. But, like, I haven't seen him around campus now. And I think he's actually, like, half a semester ahead of me because he took summer school. Oh, uh, uh-huh. So yeah, everyone that I knew from that class is pretty much going to be gone by the time I go back. <laughs> so it's just like, bye guys, it was nice knowing you guys. Nice knowing you for a semester. Yeah, yeah, but I had a pretty like decent mix of classes. Um, I mean, that was that was pretty much it. I hated my econ class with a burning passion. I somehow managed to get an A, but I think it's because wow. of all the extra credit that he gave us. Uh, or at least gave me. That gets you he good. liked me as a student. Yeah, because... Yeah. I mean, day of the final, I had a C. (laughs) And then my final grade turned out to be an A. Oh, my goodness. I don't know how that kind of magic happened, but it did. And I was like, all right, I'll take it, sir. I'll take it. I ain't going to question it. You're going to give me an Yeah. Yeah, I'm just not going to question it. He gave us, like, a bunch of extra credit for having a perfect attendance, which I didn't. Mm -hmm. I missed a day and I knew that, but he still gave me the extra credit anyways. And I was like, you know what? You're a real one. (laughs) And, but I think it's because like, in general, I was a decent student. I'd hope there was like this one time I got bored in class and I just started watching a movie, but he didn't notice because I was in the back on that day. A true college student. Um, God, see, the thing is like, I want to do that in some of my classes, but I like to sit in the front <laughs> because I can't see sometimes. And I'm just like, you know what? It's easier if I sit in the front. Yes. So got to be bold and just go for it, you know? No, I can't do that. <laughs> just really test it's like, them. what if the professor sees? I'm just like, hi, sir. Sometimes well, what, it's the risk you got to take. Yeah. What if they're like, hey, actually, airplane that thing onto the smartboard. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, I haven't seen that before. Exactly. Like, wait, you have Disney Plus? Oh, okay. <laughs> what's your account information? Exactly. <laughs> Just like make a new friend. Automatic passing the class. <laughs> I, I wish it was like that. I wish. Um, yeah, I, I've heard stories of like crappy professors. I remember my cousin told me that there was a student in his class who just left early and the professor just got fed up with it. Just one kid. And he's like, you know what? Fine. Since you guys want to leave, class is canceled go whoa leave. wow because you guys do whatever you guys want and then he was like what the fuck oh, i mean i guess <laughs> no, i mean i ain't gonna argue but man yeah. that's extreme that's crazy oh my god yeah. i think i was like whoa. i think a lot of college just teachers don't take into account that like kids are paying to be there and they don't hold themselves accountable for when like their students do wrong like they don't they don't take it as their own like oh most of my kids are failing i wonder why like they don't just they don't put it into their head like oh maybe yeah. it's me maybe it's something i'm yeah doing. what if i'm slipping 
I mean, <laughs> there was like a few people in my economics class though that were passing, but those were the economics majors. And I'm just oh, like, yeah. sir, obviously <laughs> they are passing. Mm-hmm. They're like, this guys, is look their at these major. <laughs> these are examples. There's, yeah, there's this kid on the debate team. His name is Alex. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know if you guys are superhero like fanatic. Not not fanatics, but like superhero fans, like big into Marvel. Mm-hmm. But he's really into like economics and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why, but he really m- reminds me of Wilson Fisk. Do you guys know who that Say is? Say that one more time. Alex reminds me of Wilson Fisk. I don't know. He's a he's a villain in the in the he's a villain to Daredevil, and basically he's just a <laughs> very and very strong guy who's good with money. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. I just get Alex vibes from him because I can see him being that. Like, yeah, he's a bad guy, <laughs> <laughs> but like besides the like the bad part of him, he reminds me of that. <laughs> okay. Some people are just built for, like, being in economics, you know? They're just built. It's... Yeah, I know. Those people are in my class, and like, yeah. I hate them. <laughs> Ow. It's, I don't, it's, like, the same thing. It's either you got an economics kind of person, or you got just, like, someone that's willing to do da- taxes. <laughs> I don't know how they naturally occur, but they do. That's how we get accountants. It's true. It's just really confusing because he's, like, so into it. And it's, like, like damn, bro, I can't believe you're so interested in something that, like... Why? Exactly. So com- <laughs> like, he, we were coming back from a debate trip, and he was just reading a textbook about economics. And I was like, Whoa. bro. Why? I did not even see that. Oh, I was like, bro, why? <laughs> I don't like, even like to read my textbooks, even for the classes that I enjoy. <laughs> we were- we're at Berkeley and he spent his entire time at the library at the oh, library. Oh, was that what he was doing? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Cause wow. he was just not with us at Berkeley. I saw him only either at the hotel uh-huh. or in the car. I mean, I have to give props to him. Like I it's good that he has a passion that he's enjoy that he enjoys. Yeah, I mean, like, if he really liked, like, go you, because me, I was like, why do I need to know how to calculate GDP? Explain to me. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure. I'll- yeah, probably. Okay. He does know. He's just, he has that drive. I can yeah. barely remember. Like, if my, like, if my next job interview is going to ask me, so, Catherine, how do you calculate GDP? I'm going to be like, oh, crap. But <laughs> no one's ever going to ask me that. I mean, but you never know. See, that's, that's the thing. It could just pop it's up. Really- what is what's your guys' passion? Like what what drives you guys? Like what me? Catherine, what answer first. Oh. I don't even know. What was that? Yeah, Catherine. I mean like if if we're just like I really like love my major right now, political science. Like mm-hmm. I think even if I don't end up becoming a lawyer, like I'm sticking with my major. I'm not changing my major. I love yeah. it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, about what's your passion that drives you? That drives me? Oof. Oof. So... Or something that in the same way that Alex is interested into economics. Let's put it that way. You know, someone else can go if they have an answer. I'm thinking <laughs> it's only the three of us. Like... <laughs> it's like you know, it's when it's on the spot. I think a lot of people can relate to this. I'm going to spin this in a whole new direction because I don't want to talk about, try and think about what my passion is. It's just 
when people are asked on the spot questions, it's like all of a sudden everything that you could have had an answer for, like just in passing conversation, yeah. it just leaves your brain. But mm-hmm. I have passions. Like politics, I have to have a passion for that in some way to be able to do what we've all done, speech and debate. Yeah. And outside of it, it's like, well, music is something. I also for like sure. writing. But it's like, mm-hmm. to pinpoint it down, I think that's where I get trouble. And that's why I'm so indecisive when it like comes to the future. Because Catherine obviously is a graduate with us tonight. But it's like, mm-hmm. when it comes down to the time when me and Carlos will have to graduate, what are we going to do? You know, that's what scares me the most about the future. How do you handle that fear, Catherine? Oh, my God. Fear. <laughs> um, so, okay, let me, like, just break it down for you guys. So, going, like, going into my senior year, let it, like, just even going into my, like, end of my junior year, or, like, midway through it, I already knew because my sister wasn't getting, like, any financial aid at all. So, I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm not going to get any financial aid, and that's it. <laughs> that's that's the I final. know that, and that's that's just final. <laughs> and then, you know, the law came out saying that, well, if you go to a community college for two years, it's free. And I was like, boom, there's my answer. I don't need mm-hmm. to really pay anything. I pay, like, $42-ish, give or take, oh, wow. at the beginning of the semester, and it's just to pay for, like, um, student gov fees, basically, and, like, $25 goes to... Um, our public transportation passes, which is way cheaper than buying them regularly. Mm. I love it. <laughs> and then I can't remember, like, there's a bunch of, like, breakdown of the other fees. I could care less about them. <laughs> but, like, having to pay 40-something dollars to go to college was amazing. Like, I didn't think I would even have to pay the $42 at the time. But even then, I was just like, I'm going to a community college because I don't have money. Mm-hmm. And because I know that down the road, I don't want to have to pay back a bunch of student loans. Like, that was my biggest thing. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I know I will eventually accumulate them. I'd rather just start at zero if possible. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. My counselor, though, was, like, slightly disappointed in me, I could tell. Oh. But, like, once I gave him my reasoning, because, I mean, I was, like, he's super proud of me. Like, I'm not trying to, like, to my own horn, but I was one of his 4.0 students. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. like, realistically, if I wanted to, I could have gone to a four-year university. Yeah. I was just like, hell no, that's just too expensive for me. I told him why I wanted to go to Sac State and, sorry, Sac City. <laughs> and he was like, well, why don't you apply to Sac State or Fresno State just because? And I said, well, I told him that I have to pay for the um, application fee. I'm, I didn't get a waiver. He goes, no, you should get one. I'm like, no, I didn't. I checked. I'm not paying $50 to apply to a college that I'm probably not going to go to. So I applied to one college. Wow. One. I got accepted 15 minutes after. Oh my goodness. Wow. I love it. It's like, <laughs> it was like, they were like, her? Yeah. <laughs> Four I mean, point. Like, oh, what else? We need her. <laughs> like, I was just like, what else are you going to do? Deny me? And also, like, city colleges accept everyone and anyone. Truly. Yeah. Like, I probably don't, okay, if anyone knows about UC Merced, it's the newest UC in the system, and it's, like, if you've ever been to Merced, it is a dead town. (laughs) But I have family that lives in Merced, so if I wanted to, I probably could apply to UC Merced and gotten accepted to probably not 15 minutes after because it's a UC. Yeah. But UC Merced accepts pretty much everyone. Also, yeah, because it's just the newest one. Yeah, um... I mean, if you want to go to UC, you can go there, guys. Like, that's just my advice. But just to let you know, Merced is a very sad and dead town. I'm just there. There's 
a lot of the people that I know there drive down to Fresno to shop. That's, that's how <laughs> sad it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, like, that was just, like, my thought process. It was just, like, money-driven. And, I mean, I also chose to leave, too, because I didn't want to stay in Fresno. Like, I could have gone to Fresno City. It would have been free for me as well. But I just didn't want to live with my parents. You know, I wanted yeah. a taste of freedom. And I wanted to struggle. Truly. I genuinely wanted to struggle. And so I moved up here with my sister. Um, they moved out of their apartment that they had and they were renting a house right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there are there are months where I have been like, yo, I literally have just enough money to feed myself for the next week and then our paycheck comes and then I'll have money again. <laughs> there have been weeks where it's been like that. And yeah. you know, like those weeks, I'm just like, oh, I hate life right now. But I feel like it also, like, in the long run, it's going to teach me to, I don't know, I'm still really bad with my money. But hopefully, it'll eventually teach me to be good with my money. Yeah, don't worry. I'm, if any, if any, I'm very good with money. Oh, my God, don't. New shoes. And uh, another, two pairs of the same exact, I'm very terrible. (laughs) It's like. You're just so impulsive. I am. I, I like... Look, when I see something I like, I want to get it. It's just something... <laughs> it's like that Ariana Grande huh. song. Yeah. Seven Rings. I, I like it. I want it. I, want it. I got it. I got it. That is yeah, Carlos exactly. Montezuma in a nutshell. Uh, Carlos, that's Thank me too. You. But you know what I do? I talk to myself. Like, literally in the store. Like, I probably seem crazy sometimes. It's a pep talk. And my... <laughs> My friend Jocelyn will attest to this. Like, I will literally be in the store. I'd be like, Catherine, you don't freaking need this. But do you want it? <laughs> we do want it. But do we need it? I literally have that conversation aloud with myself. I mean, sometimes there's people around. Sometimes I talk quietly enough for that they don't hear Depends me. Depends on the it's situation. probably loud enough that they hear me, you know? Truly. I just have a whole conversation with myself. And eventually, sometimes, I talk to myself to the point where I put it back on the shelf. Mm. Yeah, that happens once every, like, no you need to do that every time carlos like ah dude do i I really need that and then i'm like i don't need it but it'd be kind of cool to have like you know what i'll get what's what's uh for both of you because you're both probably just as impulsive if somewhat Mm -hmm. what's like a purchase that you made that you thought would really like work out that you'd really like but it just didn't Like, what's just sitting around in your room, you thought you'd use it, and you didn't? I actually put all that stuff away, because I'm going to sell it now. (laughs) But what's the most useless out of all of it? The useless? I mean, I'm trying to... um, Oh. The tiaras that I own. (laughs) (laughs) All the ones you kept. I mean, okay, look, I got... I got my first two. Okay, so backstory on this. I so there's like this website. If you know <laughs> about it, it's called AliExpress, and so like they sell stuff for like super cheap. It's basically Wish, but almost everything has free shipping, so you don't have to pay for shipping. It's great, Ooh. but it still takes like three months to ship. Oh, wow, right? <laughs> three months no plus because it's, it's all from China. Yeah. Um, oh. So I bought my first tiara because I was just like, "Ha! I want a tiara." And then it just became a thing, okay? <laughs> like, it was like, I I would, like, jokingly wear it to debate tournaments. And then I mm-hmm. got another one. 
And then I got, an, technically the third one that I have isn't one that I bought for myself. I actually got it for um, my cousins mm-hmm. on my, so we celebrate, so my family will celebrate Christmas with my mom's side of the family. Yeah. And of like, I want to say there's like 24 or 23, crap, I can't remember. There's like, excluding me, I have like 22 cousins, maybe 23. Whoa. And wait, also that's not, that's not including my siblings. I'm sorry, but basically there's 24 grandchildren, right? Mm-hmm. And so of the 24, there's only eight girls. Well, there was eight girls at the time. My aunt's pregnant and she didn't want to tell she didn't want to reveal the gender and we didn't find out until she was born but it's a girl and i'm very happy Ooh. so that makes oh. nine girls so i have to get my oh, too goodness. eventually so there's only nine girls of 24 kids oh, and i hate it i'm like there's no and it's just like we're all in like different age groups like my sister and i were four years apart mm. by some mm. miracle my cousin helena and my cousin hannah Helena's a year older than me. Hannah's a year younger than wow. me. Wow. But after that, like, it's just like everyone's like different. Intervals. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't even know half of their ages because in my eyes, they're all five. <laughs> so I think Abby's the same age as the twins, which means she's in like seventh or eighth grade. <laughs> I don't know how old that is. However old that is. Amberly, oh crap. I don't know how old she is. Um, Gashua, I only know her age because she's a year older than my brother or younger. I don't know. So she's probably in sixth grade or fifth grade. One of the two yes, ages, you know. Um, <laughs> Shona, Shona is a little baby. She's like three or four. Mm. Yeah. And what you got? Yeah, like she's not going to school yet. Definitely three or four. And you got all of them. Is this leading up to you got all of them tiaras? Yeah, and I got us all tiaras because <laughs> I was like, yeah, we're the princesses of the oh family. Oh my goodness. That's yeah. a statement. Yeah, and then there's Monroe, who's uh, three months old. That baby is so <laughs> cute. She is. Oh, I know. I love her so much. I'm like, oh, look at <laughs> Yeah, it's like, a daily every dose. Every time I see her, uh, it really makes me want to have my own kid. And it's really dangerous. <laughs> like, sometimes I'm just like, if I had my own, I wouldn't have to go over to my aunt's house to see my That's row. mine. I could just turn <laughs> over on my bed and be like, look, baby. <laughs> Ta-da, baby. Just <laughs> But um, my best friend, Alex, if you guys know him, I mean, they yes. do. Uh, Alejandro Rosales told me that I can't have one because it's not financially responsible. <laughs> and I obviously can't afford one right now because I can barely afford myself. Oh, for real so yes that's that's why i'm not having one yet other than that i may or may not yeah of course of course because i love kids i really do like seeing her every day just brightens up my day and she's so adorable (laughs) she really is and she loves food oh my god she's like ready to eat That's it's like I had so we put her in this little bouncer while we're in the kitchen and my aunt and I okay we bought 15 tacos they were oh. amazing Ooh. um this place was doing like tacos for a dollar on Tuesday because it was taco what Tuesday. is this place and like oh, Yola- Yolanda's tamale factory well oh, <laughs> yeah it's in Sacramento oh. so if you guys want to come up <laughs> Well, see, see, come on, not... kids. It's obviously not. It's obviously not in Fresno's <laughs> anger because I don't live. I'm not yeah, there right, you're right now. You're right. Um, but like she got started getting so fussy, and my aunt and I were eating, or like, oh, none of us can pick her up. So I just like squatted down and started explaining to her what a taco was, and oh my god, her, she was so mesmerized. <laughs> 
she was like her eyes were big she was following it as I was eating it and she like started kind of like it looked like she was like trying to smack her lips oh my goodness like she was like give me a piece now (laughs) that is a baby like and I just I just constantly show her food like I'll be like look this is a strawberry and like whenever I eat my sister thinks it's like freaking ridiculous and funny but I'm just like you don't understand this girl is like ready to eat she wants she's ready (laughs) Like she loves looking at food. <laughs> I I'm like oh. that's a life to live. Like sometimes mm-hmm. just babies just have it so good. But they do. she's also super chunky and like that's that's so part, she's a three month that's okay. part of a baby lifestyle. Wait for this though. She is a three month baby in six month clothing. She oh. now fills the six month clothing. Yeah. And the problem is though, like she spits up a lot. And so my aunt was asking like the pediatrician, like you know is that a problem no 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 and the pediatrician's like no she weighs perfectly fine and she looks pretty chunky you just have a laundry problem <laughs> so like i'm just like monroe like calm down like you so down <laughs> but it's okay like she's so round and chunky and like i just like look at her smile and be like round and chunky and like i'll tap her cheeks and then she'll smile about it Aww. and I'm like you love that you're fat too it's it's great you gotta just be happy about the things. Babies are so if happy. If I do say it in a mean tone, like she'll know. Oh. If I say Monroe, you're fat, like that, she'll start crying. Oh. Or if I call her a little monster, like in a mean tone, she'll know. So you just have to say it in like a really nice tone. Oh, it's like a. And she's just like nods her it's head. Like how you talk to a dog? Yeah. <laughs> not comparing. Not yeah, comparing much. babies to dogs, obviously. But, I mean. Like, one of my nicknames for her is a bratty volcano. So. <laughs> that is Henry in a nutshell. Like, Speak- I, call, I call her bratty volcano. I call her goat. I can't remember what else I call her. They're kind of mean. Yeah. But <laughs> I say it with a smile, and she just looks at like, me and oh, smiles. That is... See, like, <laughs> I think babies are, like, easy to entertain in a way. Just, yeah. just when you have to deal with them all the time, I think that's where, it, like, it goes wrong. I think people with glasses have the easiest to entertain babies because it's like, whoa, what is that in your face? Um, not for Monroe. No? She, so my sister wears glasses. Um, she hated them. Mm. Like, we realized it too because once, like, Kayla had to walk. Um, <clears throat> we haven't gotten to my surgery yet, but basically I was really weak after my surgery. I could only hold her for, like, 15 minutes tops. It still kind of is the same. It's, like, now gone to, like, 20-ish mm-hmm. minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh she's used to glasses now but before kayla would have to take her glasses off to watch monroe so she would be calm wow because she was scared like i don't know why i don't know she was just scared she would cry and then like kayla would just have to suffer and not see to watch the just child. like that's not supposed to be on a face what is what that that's not natural <laughs> is that allowed <laughs> that's not normal at all help me that's like the only thing that was going through her mind it was so sad i oh man i just i haven't i haven't dealt with a baby in a cool minute not not that i really yeah. want to you know me and carlos <laughs> are like babies already yeah <laughs> so i i think <laughs> i think some something else like us so we have to deal with also we're just I don't know how I do it. Mm. My family seems to pop them out at like a steady rate. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, 
Like, because my other cousin, who I used to babysit all the time, Jesse, he's grown now. He's five. He'll be going to school in the fall if there is school. Mm. And, oh, he's such a brat. Like, he doesn't want to hold my hand anymore. He doesn't want to be called a baby, although he <laughs> acts like he's one. Like, he secretly does all these, like, little things because he wants to be baby because he's the youngest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he likes to act grown now. I'm like, you brat. Oh, gosh. You've grown up. And he- you think you're grown, but you're Ooh. not. I hope you know that. <laughs> he's all listening. He's like, me. she's got me. <laughs> no, I was walking in this one time, and he wanted to run ahead of me. And I'm like, Jesse, you can't. And then he want he crossed the street on his own. Wow. I mean, there were no cars, but still, I was like, that's Jesse. Am- that's- he's ready to take charge. I know. He wants to be independent, but I don't <laughs> want him to because, like... I remember when he was just like this little thing. So he's he's not at school right now. He was in daycare. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like it was actually like preschool, but he was there part time because for some reason they couldn't have him there full time. Mm-hmm. So he went Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and obviously now with the whole virus thing, he's not going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How how is that like? Because obviously coronavirus, that it might now apparently it might leave us. Well, it probably will leave me and Carlos out for the rest of the school year. Like, how has mm-hmm. that affected you? Because if you didn't pick up when we introduced her, her last name, she is of Asian descent. She is mom. How is that, like... Yeah, I mean... It's crazy. Yeah, how has it affected you as far so, as, like, that? It's just, like... I mean, you constantly... So, ever since my surgery, which I will, like, get into later... I've just been home. So I had my surgery February 18th and then I was in the hospital. That was a Tuesday. I was in the hospital until Friday. And the moment I got home, I just haven't really been out. The most I've been to is just to my aunt's house, to the store. Every Actually, I wasn't even allowed to go to the store the first month. My mom would not take me. And also I couldn't survive the drive because my stomach felt like water and whatnot. And like I would feel every movement. It was super uncomfortable. <clears throat> and I just like once it started getting really bad like I would start seeing articles of like all these Asians being attacked and I was just like sitting here like what the hell is wrong with people yeah like what like what problem do you think you're solving by attacking this elderly man or like this woman or sending hate messages and it just really annoys the living crap out of me and I saw I wanted to repost it and correct their grammar I didn't do it because I was too lazy (laughs) But this one person in Minnesota, like, left a note outside this mall couple's door saying, like, you fucking chinks. Like, go oh my back. Goodness. Like, you're the cause. I can't remember exactly. But it was just a super racist note and, like, super unnecessary. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, what is wrong with people? And here's the funny part. Mong people probably hate the Chinese more than, like, anyone else in the world has a reason to. Which mm-hmm. is another story for another day because that's way too long of a story yeah. for me to tell. But if anything, I probably hate the Chinese more than you do. But I really don't. Like, I probably know, like, there's probably some random Hmong guy that are, like, just group of people that are like, yeah, I crap. <laughs> and it's not even because of the virus. It's, it's, it's just, just yeah, history. historical lineage. It's just history. Like, I have more of a reason to hate them than you do. Why are you going crazy, white man? <laughs> it's like, it's a new wave of racism it's yeah and it annoys me so much because i'm just like can we just talk about smallpox for a moment (laughs) and how that wiped out like you know probably half the indigenous population if not more and if i'm over exaggerating you know what it felt like half. (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's just go on 
what no. were you gonna say? <laughs> oh, say that. <laughs> I think one of the most annoying things that I find about all the racism coming from the coronavirus is, is people, especially people like Trump, calling it yeah. the Chinese virus. I feel like oh, that's just that got me so mad. I'm like, dude, just call it the coronavirus. There's no reason for it to be called the Chinese virus. You're just giving people another more of a reason to continue and with the racism. It took him so long just to correct himself with that because he just kept calling it and mm-hmm. it's it's such blatant racism that he's obviously shown like throughout his entire administration and through his like yeah. entire life as a businessman and it's it's crazy sometimes that we have to look at a president that's just like that yeah i mean i've heard i saw like i think a senator called it like the kung fu flu or like the kung yeah flu or like, like called that, it to like, what called hell? it to another senator's face yeah. Like another Asian descent. Um, and I remember, like, when it started out, people were calling it the Wuhan virus. And I was kind of just mm-hmm. like, I mean, I guess because that's where yeah. it started. Like, I thought it's just because they hadn't created a name for it yet or whatnot. <laughs> but I mean, it's just, it's really annoying to me to see, like, all these things, and I'm like, we've had, like, diseases before, like, Ebola come out, and, like, a lot of Asians have talked about this. Like, when Ebola came out, you guys weren't calling it the African virus. Like, we were not, like, I mean, there probably was. I'm not going to deny that, like, you know, some people were, like, racist towards African Americans because of Ebola, but I'm just going to say it wasn't on this scale. I, because when that happened... I don't remember when exactly, like, what year of school we all would have been in. Or, like, I think it was, like, 2016. Yeah, it was 2016. Okay, so... We were in middle school? When that all happened? Yeah, uh, eighth, eighth, yeah eighth grade. Okay. I mean, I just... I don't remember there ever being, like, that large of an... Just, like, discrimination factor when it came to that. But then again, I guess... At that point in my life, I just wasn't that involved in politics. I mean, if I'm wrong, I'd like to say I'm sorry. (laughs) So I don't get canceled or whatever. But it's just like, it just annoys me because I, okay, I have gotten stares at the store. And and I want to cough on the people. (laughs) You do not understand how hard I just want to have a cough attack. But what's annoying is because of my surgery, I have to wear a band to kind of keep my stomach Mm -hmm. together. Mm-hmm. And it restricts my stomach from contracting. So if I, when I have it on, my sneezes are like silent sometimes <laughs> and it's really mm-hmm. weird and it's really hard for me to cough. So I couldn't like, even right after my surgery, my coughs, like it was really hard for me to cough and I would cough like this. It was like, <laughs> I would sound like I'm fake coughing. That's so funny. Um, sometimes I wanted to walk into a store, have a cough attack just to get around, <laughs> around, but I couldn't cough. And then like, even now, it's like, if I want to cough on someone, it's still kind of hard for mm. me to cough. Um, my sister and I and my roommate, we were at Target the other day, and I had to cough. And, oh my god, yo, I, like, I started, like, I coughed, and then, like, I was, like, breathing heavily, and they mm. heard me, and they're, like, turned around, they're, like, Catherine, oh my god, are you okay, oh. what's wrong? And I just looked at them, and I'm, like, I had to cough. <laughs> and they were, like, what the fuck, oh my god, you scared us, we thought you fell, I'm, like, I just needed to. It, it had to happen. 
But, like, this one lady, I was, my sister and I, we were at Food Max, and we were trying to, like, look where to get in line, and we were just like, whatever, we'll just go to self-checkout. And, like, mm-hmm. as we were walking, she just stared us down, and I looked at my sister, and I'm just like, I said this in Mong, so no one can hear us, but I'm just like, Kayla, that lady's staring at us. If she keeps doing that, I'm gonna go cough on her. <laughs> I, I'm so close to coughing on people, but I'm scared that they're gonna attack me. And me getting attacked right now isn't the greatest because it's like, what if they like accidentally hit my stomach? Oh yeah. And then like something happens, like, and, I, and then I have like internal bleeding or something, and I have to go to the well, hospital. Well, not even that, but like, right you become a victim of a hate crime then. Oh, that yeah. like <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> That's exactly. too much work. It's like you just oh Dude, go. On. Uh... I was gonna ask, do you ever get scared like that? That if, um, that that would ever happen to you? Like people would just go ahead and just you know. Go <laughs> oh at it. I I'm a little bit scared. Oh, slash, I like know. all of a sudden they just my throw mom. Down. My mom really is though. Like she'll like she'll tell us like don't go to the store, like don't go if you don't need to. And she goes, and if you do need to go to the store, just go to the Asian store. Oh yeah. Because yeah. I mean, I was joking with my sister too. I'm like my street, the neighborhood that I live on. Mm-hmm. Um, or live in sorry like isn't like all Asians but the street that I'm on is all Asians so it's mm. like I can't look at my neighbor and be like coronavirus because he can look back at me and be like coronavirus <laughs> it's like the Asians aren't gonna do that like we're not gonna be racist towards yeah. each other and it's like and if we are then we'd have to like single out who's Chinese then be racist towards <laughs> that singular group and like that's kind of annoying yeah a bit too much work like that's too much work. I mean, it's a fun game that I like to play on the occasion when I'm out. Like, what type of Asian is this Asian? And if I get it right, I'm really happy. But, okay, that, you know what? That's another thing. It's like, everyone's, like, being racist towards Asians in general when it's really, like, why? Like, this yeah. is another one of those things where it's, like, when people ask, like, oh, my God, are you Chinese? Like, no, sir, we are not all Chinese. And, like, I'm not saying this so that I'm just telling people, like, we'll only go be racist to the Chinese because, you know, you probably wouldn't know the difference who mm-hmm. it is. But mm-hmm. it's just, like, again, like, people are, like, just grouping us into one people. They're being, like, unnecessarily racist. Like, all this is unnecessary. Yeah. And I'm just like, you know what? The disease happened. It happened. And, like, just now we're going to deal with yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's not... Know, we're not encouraging racism. And uh, uh, no. exactly. It's like... We just need to deal with the actual problem right now and how we still don't have an effective response to it. Like, everything we're doing, yeah. I mean, our numbers and cases are still going up. Um, supplies, this, like, products that we need to, like, be able to take care of these people, we still are in lack of them. Like, we're still in need of them. Like, we should focus on that more than, yeah. like, causes or who to point fingers at or whatever. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. I actually saw this lady at the store with an N95 mask. Oh, like one of the for real? Like inside, yeah. Inside my head, I was like, why do you have that? Like, you should have donated your box to a hospital. Because there's know? just so like, many shortages. You do not need that. Of supplies. Yeah, and I'm just like, you're going to Walmart, honey, <laughs> if you really want a mask. Just buy, like, whatever disposable mask they have. Like, you do not need an N95 yeah. mask. I couldn't remember if she had gloves on or not, but, like, she had the mask, and I'm like, you look like you're armored up for something that... And it's like, and you know what? If you were a healthcare worker and you were wearing that to protect us, actually, mm-hmm. you know what? I kind of doubt it because I feel like healthcare workers would not wear that mask outside of oh, Yeah. 
because they know that there's a shortage yeah. of masks. Never mind. So I take that back. Yeah, lady, go <laughs> donate your mask. Exactly. You guys have any box of masks? Go ahead and go to your local <laughs> doctor, whatever place. Go ahead and donate them. Please they give up them. your supplies. All your toilet yeah. paper. All that stupid amounts of. Pa- oh, never mind. Carlos, you're here. Never mind. I was going to say using? pads are no longer in stock. Like, the, it's just. Really? Yeah. Like, oh, I. No. That's crazy. That's why. I, <laughs> well, actually, they. Well, they restock now. Like, most of the stores like, are restocked. Like, every morning now. they'll restock. But it's just crazy that, like, I saw it and I was like, now they're starting to go for the essentials? Like, that makes more sense than toilet yeah. paper. I mean, you know, I had like a bunch of pads already, so I do not need to buy them for mm-hmm. a good while. I'm proud. I'm very happy about that. <laughs> it is... Carlos, you're getting, I don't care. <laughs> People are going to listen to this. Guess what, guys? This is happening, period. They're natural. And I do we don't need to be ashamed of it. It's just something that I, I need a pad. And all of a sudden they were gone. It was so inconvenient. Honestly, Honey, do, you need, do you need me to Oh, no, no. We you? found it. Like, it's just, it's cool. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Carlos, right. what were you saying? I said, I don't really mind people talking, like, girls talking about their appearance stuff like that. It's like, okay, like, it's whatever. It's like, mine be like, <laughs> oh my God, you're so cool. I'm like, okay, like, yeah. It's whatever. You know, just like, be accepting that it's like, men take notes. <laughs> Carlos is exactly what you need to, to take yeah, notes okay. from. Hey, but is the is the supply for a hair dye also going down? Or oh man, exactly. Or like, rape. like people are going insane just staying in their house. It's like, well, like you guys welcome been... to my world. <laughs> Guess Every... who's been home since when was February? You know, I actually have to look up that date now. Middle I of February. Saying like, all right, let's look up. I was okay, eighteenth since February twenty second, twenty. Yeah, yeah, 22nd. We'll ta- count the Saturday. Since February 22nd, I've been quarantined. <laughs> Welcome to my world, guys. I think every introvert is, like, thriving right now because they're like, oh, yay. <laughs> I mean, oh, no, I have to stay away from people. Oh, no. As someone who already didn't leave their house a whole bunch when it was, like, when it came down to break time, it's just, it mm-hmm. was so much more liberating when I chose to stay inside. But now it's like, oh, you have to. Like, there's not even an option. It's like, oh, yeah. man. Oh. It hasn't really affected me that much, if I'm being completely honest. I'm just chilling. Yeah, it's not <laughs> like I'm yearning to go outside. But also it's like... Where I'm dyeing my hair and shaving my <laughs> head bald. Did you... Carlos, um, you dyed your hair red last summer. Have you ever, have you redyed it yes. yet? Are you no, going I to? No, I haven't. I don't think I... No, because then I'll just seem like if I'm desperate for it, <laughs> to do something. Um, I want to dye my hair. It's not because I'm desperate for something. It's because I've been wanting to Like dye your hair. whole so hair? Or... Well, I also recently cut my hair, and I'm not going to do anything crazy. It's just like a color that I really liked when I dyed my hair that color. It was like this brownish oh, red Oh, so going back had, to what you had really... before it all yeah, blew like out. It was just, it's just going back to something that mm-hmm. I had. Yeah, you look nice with that color. You oh, look nice goodness. with both right now. Like your natural hair color right now is just really nice, but it just makes you. I know it makes you look. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't seen myself with full black hair mm-hmm. in a while. It's, just, it's it's nice either way. So I think going back to that would be like, ooh, she's back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but before we move on from uh, going on to Catherine's surgery, I think there's this one thing that um, 
our coach, also known as our Fox, <laughs> he posted this thing on Classroom, which really, really did it. I really liked it. He was just saying, do, do you remember what he said to me? Did you listen to, to what? To the audio no, that he sent? I did not know he sent out anything. Wow. Oh, I'm so wow. sorry, Stocks, if you're listening to this. <laughs> if you finally got a Spotify account, I'm so sorry for the disrespect. Yeah. See, that's why I'm going to be listening to this and it... be like, hmm, Tagiala. All right. <laughs> like, I can hear him. Just like, um... and then he's going to, like, he's going to send out, like, a message on Remind saying, like, Daniela has to be shot from the team. <laughs> like, we're kicking her out of everything. The Remind, the classroom, the team. She's gone. Yeah, but he he was saying that this is, like, a unique time, and, yeah, it's, like, all these bad things are happening, but it's good to take this time to finally, like, work on yourself, because it's something that you'll never get Mm. again, this sort of thing. Because, yeah, we still have to do our schoolwork, we still have to do this and that, but we have so much time to ourselves that we should go, like, do something that actually interests us. Yeah, we've never been in a time like this, and we probably never will be, hopefully, like, hopefully this isn't some sort of jinx on whatever but it's like it's it's like (laughs) it's unprecedented you know yeah and he was saying that like even himself he started to get back into running and he told us to try to find something that we could get back into and i really think that everyone should try to do that you know instead of dyeing the hair and shaving the bald because you guys probably look better (laughs) (laughs) it's just taking that extra time you know for some soul searching yeah, like taking care of yourself because I finally, I honestly think that my skin has been clearing up um, compared to like my daily basis of like going to school because of all the stress. And I, yeah, bro, it's pretty cool. Let's keep it yeah, up. I didn't, I, I was really good about keeping a routine when all this happened, but now it's like I kind of fell off. But I think it's if we really are out for the rest of the year, like we have the time. Yeah, we have the time to like focus on ourselves and just do some sort of soul searching mm-hmm. basically and something that we never get to experience again yeah hopefully. Catherine you've had so much time to do that I feel like we probably shouldn't <laughs> oh I know oh. Right. so we probably bored everyone with hammering the point onto coronavirus now let's get into your surgery Catherine the Tell personal us about details I mean, like, this will probably be, like, the, okay, one, I'm, I don't know who listens to this podcast, so I'm, one, telling, like, random people, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. and two, like, finally going, like, public, I guess you could say, about mm. this. So, when I first found out, I was, like, basically, I, so, I'm just gonna, like, break it down really easily. I had a tumor, pretty much. It was mm-hmm. benign, wasn't cancerous, and, like, the specific name for it was called a teratoma. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the tumor originates from one of my eggs. And so, like, no- remember that detail, though, because it's going to come into play later. Um, <laughs> that sound like I'm, like, shouting the whole movie. But, uh, like, when I found out, I kind of just told a select few people. And it really kind of took me a while to even tell some of those people. Um, if you listen to the last episode, Nico was in it. I told Nico. Obviously, he, like, said a little bit about <laughs> it. Um, I told Alex. Um, I told, like... I had a group chat of like 10 people two of those two of them were my sister and I and so like I told eight people and then I also told Stocks our coach mm-hmm. and um Mr. Okada if you go to Sanger High you know who Okada is I like he ended up finding out because my younger brother Keith plays volleyball and they had a meeting and he saw my dad and he was like oh hey 
called Catherine. And my dad was like, so um, my dad just kind of broke it down to him that I wasn't going to school at that time <laughs> and I had to get surgery. And it was really funny because it was like, that was the weekend literally like before my yeah. surgery. And my mom drove me down to Fresno so everyone could, so my family could see me before surgery. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, my dad came home. I wanted to go to school with my brother, to be honest. So I could see Okada and just say hi. But the problem was that, so my teratoma was um, pretty much, it was a foot long mm-hmm. and seven inches wide <sighs> at the time. Mm-hmm. And it, they said it probably weighed like 24 pounds at that time. So I looked pregnant. I looked like I was probably eight months pregnant, maybe. Actually, maybe, yeah, I would say eight. No, I joked around saying I was five months with twins. <laughs> so, like, my stomach was Yeah, really that was, big. like, the whole reason so, why you went to the doctor in the first place and how they, like, found Yeah, it. and so I didn't want to go to school and have other parents see me and be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and, you know, I was like, yeah, I'm not doing this. I still some... And I'm like, I probably still know some of the guys there. Like, I'm not, we're not doing yeah. that. Yeah. I'm not having people go back to their home and be like, yo, there's this pregnant girl at school. <laughs> so I was like, I just stay. I'm not going to go to Like, I was about to freaking come down and see you guys too. But I was like, but I look pregnant. <laughs> you don't yeah, we had to take care of that first. <laughs> yeah, so... Um... Yeah, like, Okada found out, and, like, um, so, like, those are the people I told, and then, uh, where, like, it was just, like, this is my advice, y'all, never have to get surgery, or, like, have to go to the hospital, I hated it with a burning passion, like, I don't like Mm. needles, and so they had to draw my blood before surgery, like, they had to draw my blood for blood tests, like I want to I don't even know how much blood they took out of me and I hate them for that and I had to get so many shots and the IV had to be put in and like the problem is I don't like needles but I'm very curious so I will look and watch them poke the needle inside me and kind of like squinch in pain and squirm and my mom's like don't look and I'm like but I'm curious (laughs) I want to see what it looks like and like Nico did when he got his um he got his blood Mm. taken Nico? Yeah. yeah they were taking his blood and the little like towel fell like the day when they were covering Ooh. the needle mm-hmm. saw it and he passed <laughs> out. that was funny that was funny sorry but continue <laughs> that's my one up on Nico I didn't pass out when they hey. drew my blood <laughs> that sir Here we go. he's probably gonna text me the team of Catherine and Mua the team for Catherine <laughs> yes um but yeah, like, okay, so the day of my surgery, it was um, my mom, my dad, and my sister, and I were at the hospital, and like, oh my god, when they were putting in, like, my IV and drawing my blood, my mom was like, oh my god, oh my god, I can't look, she turned around, and she walked out of the hospital, I'm like, mom, shut up, you're making me scared, I'm <laughs> not scared, like, shut up, I'm like, mom, calm, like, you need to calm it, like, the patient is okay, <laughs> you, calm. Oh my god! And my dad, like, oh, my dad, my dad started spilling my life story to my doctor. Ooh, he was like, <laughs> it was so funny. Like, he's like, you know, my doctor's introducing himself. He's like, oh, you know, your father, no, no, no. And like, 
my dad's like look I know you've had like a lot of patients before and like they're all important he goes yeah all of my patients are important and my dad goes but this one is the most <laughs> important and I'm like you oh, can't shit, lose this one this. and he's like he's like he's like you need to you know she's smart she's this and I'm like dad please shut up please <laughs> shut up stop Asian dadding this stop it like, this, no. this one has a future you can't let it go I'm like you need to stop calm down and then at some point my mom was just like Chang <laughs> she needs to talk to Catherine I'm like thank god someone yeah, said something <sighs> but I was just like this like if no one stopped him like my surgery would have been delayed <laughs> And whoever surgery was scheduled after mine would have been delayed because my dad was spilling my life story True, to my doctor. Yes, like, my dad probably would have been like, when she was two, <laughs> she did this. <laughs> like, I feel like my dad was about to, like, really do that. But he didn't, thank oh, God. Wow. Do the yearly weekly camp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm just going to be like, what the hell? He remembers all this. It comes down. And, you know, I feel like being ethnic like you never really get like affection from your parents oh yeah Yeah. and it's just like it's so funny because i was like where is all this love coming from it feels weird like sir yeah when my mom starts like (laughs) talking about me like to the people that she knows like she'll go like oh yeah she's done this and this this it's like oh my goodness (laughs) where was this like an hour ago when you were like what is it great about Hmm? where did that come from it's like oh my goodness but go on, Catherine. When it came down to the surgery, like, because I'm assuming they had you under for it, right? So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. You're God. awake during it. Um, <laughs> I would have just, I would have just killed myself <laughs> at that point. I would have been like, no, thank you. But bye-bye. afterwards, um, like, like, it was so, guys, I was on all sorts of drugs, <laughs> right? <laughs> Yeah, I woke up and there was like I okay. So first, when I woke up, like I normally do this when I sleep too. I don't want to open my eyes, mm-hmm. but you know, I like it clicked in my head. I was like, "No, Catherine, you need to get up because you are waking up from surgery." So I opened my eyes and like the nurses around me saw. They're like, "Oh, you're awake." No, no, no. It's this time. Like they asked me to confirm. I can't even remember what they did, but they're like, "If you need, like, can you rate your pain?" And they're like, "I'm gonna give you like some drugs right now." Mm-hmm. They gave me fentanyl and uh, opioids. <laughs> um, like, if you know, okay. And then they gave me that, and they're like, if your pain increases, let us know so we can give you more pain meds. And I'm like, nah, I think I'll be fine. And I also said that because, like, I was super scared that I'd become addicted to the drugs because, like, in speech and debate, like, we've like talked one too many times about America's mm-hmm. opioid crisis. And even, like, before when my surgery. No, before my surgery, when I just, like, had to visit my doctor in the clinic, and he was telling me, like, oh, you know, I'm probably going to put you on Vicodin, and I was like, no, sir, <laughs> please don't. I'm like, no, nope, I don't want with that. that. No, no. And, you know, and, like, I always, like, Carlos and Daniela know this, I always, like, used to joke around, I'd be like, opioids, why not just opium? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and I would always joke about opium because, like, it's a thing. Like, you just, like, you smoke opium. Like, I would just always joke about it. And I'm like, haha, no, I'm actually getting opioids. I don't think I want this. <laughs> like, and, <laughs> and so, like, when they, you know, like, I tried not to take any more pain meds, like, right after surgery, but it just hurt so much. And I was like, sir, sir, I need more pain meds. And, like, I said it in that super quiet tone because I could mm-hmm. barely talk. And so he gave me, I think it's like Diloxin. I, I cannot remember the name of that, but it's super strong. They only gave me half a dose. Ooh. And like, you know, like my family members just came in to like see me and then like 
um, when I came to more, I asked about like my hospital room and they were just trying to clear one out for me. Mm-hmm. And so I got a room. I was in there until like, I was supposed to go home Thursday, but it's going to get a little TMI, but you know what? I really mm-hmm. don't care. But I basically couldn't go to the bathroom. Like I couldn't pee on my own. Mm-hmm. So they put a catheter in me so I wouldn't have to get up after my surgery. Thank God. Because like right after my surgery, like when they were willing me to my room, I felt like I needed to go to the bathroom. And I just like whispered to my mom, like, mom, I think I need to go to the bathroom, but I don't want to get up. And she goes, no, they probably put a catheter in me. And they, she asked and they did. Thank God. But I think they said like my urethra like might have swelled mm-hmm. up or something. So like I couldn't pass any wow. or something like that. And so they're like, all right, you know, we're probably like, you can go home, but you'll have to go home with a catheter. And I'm like, you know what? I don't want to be in the hospital anymore. Fuck it. I'm going. Yeah. And then I, w- I really didn't want to go home with a catheter. So I walked around. Like at that point I was walking. I want to say by Wednesday, I was actually able to walk. Mm-hmm. Um, like I walked around this little like circle. And so I could try and like go to the bathroom. And then I came back into the room and ended up fainting. I didn't realize it in my head. I had thought I laid on the bed. And when I came to, I was like clutching onto like my walker. And there were nurses around me trying to help me get up. And so I got up and then they were like, oh my God, they took my blood pressure, my pulse and my blood sugar. My blood sugar levels were fine. My pulse was at 30. My blood pressure was at like 100. Mm. I can't remember, but it was really low. Like I dropped. (laughs) And they were like, oh my God, what's wrong? And so they had, like, an emergency RN come to me, and, like, he said that, I think it's, like, vagal, or, like, they said I vagal, that's, like, the short term for it, but basically I had, like, they don't know why it happened, it just happened because it happened, and that adds to a list of reasons as why I think my body, (laughs) I'll go into that more later, my doctor came in, and he goes, you know, I'm kind of glad that, like, you decided to stay and not go home because you fainted and I'm like yeah like imagine if I fainted at home (laughs) my mom would faint too my mom freaking (laughs) she's super squeamish right and she said when I fainted she wanted to faint and I'm like mom we are no like you can't I'm like I'm the patient (laughs) not you (laughs) but my, like my mom's super squeamish and she also had to like take care of me after my surgery and like my scars like it wasn't that bad like I'm kind of squeamish and I was okay to look at it but my mom would sometimes like cringe up and I'm like mom you have to get used to seeing it like you can't do that she goes I know and I'm like I can't have you be a fall risk and I'm the fall risk there's only one of us yeah, yeah but there's only one of us come on but I also forgot to tell you guys like what they actually took out of me so they took out my teratoma mm-hmm. But, um, so this is where it's going to get, like, really personal. I mean, oh, no. Yeah, I guess I could say this. I mean, I'm already here. (laughs) So, before my surgery, my doctor told me they have to take out one of my ovaries because my teratoma was so big, and, like, it's, like, there's, they can't save that ovary. They took out my right one. And I was like, okay, that's scary. And he told me, but it's okay because my body will naturally readjust to losing Mm -hmm. an ovary. And... He said, like, I'll still have regular periods, and if I get on birth control, I have to take it regularly. It doesn't mean I'm going to get half a month of periods. Like, everything's going to be normal. And I was like, all right, that's great. <laughs> that's a win. And he said my fertility. 
yeah he said my fertility levels would be the same which you know and I want kids I love kids so I was like that's great sir and then he told me but I also knew this from the beginning too there was another mass in my stomach the problem was that my teratoma was so big the CT scan couldn't determine what that mass was okay so I don't think I even mentioned to you guys I got a CT scan whatever it's here now this story is way too sporadic (laughs) at this point um but yeah, so they were like, well, that could be part of your teratoma, but it could be something else. So he told me, if it's something else, there's a small chance they'll have to take out my other ovary. Which, in the end, they didn't, which is great. And he told me, after surgery, they took out my teratoma and two cysts. Not one, two. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with my body? Like, it hates me! I mean, like, I- The human body is so frightening but also fascinating at the same time because it's like you know it grows such horrific things like in your body whenever you get those kind of masses that just sporadically come up but then afterwards how it just adjusts and knows what to do if say anything were to get removed it's so complex and weird it's like oh my goodness and I hated that adjustment period which I will also go into (laughs) all right (laughs) Like, okay, so I read, like, the pathology report on my teratoma, so this is what I meant. So, if you remember from the beginning, I said, like, it originates from one of my Mm -hmm. eggs, right? Mm -hmm. What that means is it has the hormones to pretty much build a human. Oh, oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. Regular teratomas will have, sometimes have teeth, hair, bones. My teratoma had full-grown molars to, like, adult teeth, hair, bones, its own blood vessels, and tissue, and I'm like, I almost had a baby and it also weighed 34 pounds so <laughs> yeah oh. see that's what i'm talking about the yeah. human body is like you know it's growing something inside Crazy. you it's oh my god i know it's oh. yeah it's it's, it's, it is, it's so like it's oh, it just freaks me out like not even just like your situation because like it's just it happens so often when you think about it like that they just have to deal with that and no mine's not even the crazy story though like i thought i would be the one weird out of whack story for my doctor no he's taken out something that was a hundred pounds i i can't imagine that like and i was like oh my god what exactly i know it's like oh god i can't i can't imagine like the inner workings of our body like to ever watch that go down i couldn't I couldn't even fathom having to deal with that. Yeah. Um, but, like, now, like, that's all gone. I have a 12-inch scar mm-hmm. on my stomach, which originally was only supposed to be, like, a 7- to 8-inch scar. He told me that he was going to try and make the smallest scar possible. And, like, after my surgery, like, you could, like, see, like, the line, the pen marks and whatnot on my stomach. And I'm like... So that's where they tried to go. This is where they had to go. <laughs> they just kept finding new shit, man. It's like, whoa. They were like, uh, well, I'm assuming because my teratoma was so big, like, they just couldn't take it. Because he said they were going to try to maneuver it inside my body Ooh. to take mm-hmm. it out at that seven, so that they would take it out, like, horizontally instead mm-hmm. of vertically, if you know what I mean. Because vertically, it was 12 inches horizontal, like, width-wise, it was yeah. like seven. Yeah. So I guess it was just too big oh, for that. okay. okay. Yeah, so, and I'm like, you know what, it's it's fine, like, whatever, the scar's here because that little piece of crap got <laughs> taken out, so that's fine by me, yeah. I could care less. 
yeah but I mean like even like healing has been like like guys do not ever have to like advice for women everywhere and (laughs) like don't ever lose an ovary ever unless you really freaking have to don't Mm -hmm. ever do it like my hormones were everywhere and girls you know what I'm saying like you know like when you're PMSing and like you want to cry every other minute and you're like super angry I was like (laughs) that for like three weeks straight Mm -hmm. and that was just my body trying to adjust because it's like we're gonna overproduce hormones because we don't know how much to have yet and I'm like you lie you just overproduce them because you want to like I would cry at the littlest things my sister would say something remotely mean I would cry and she's like I didn't even mean to be mean and I'm like well you that's, are that's just me on a regular basis though like I'm just so sensitive Carlos yeah. looks at Carlos looked at me super yeah. angry at little things. Catherine, Carlos looked at me once in like a really I don't even remember how he looked at me and I just started tearing up because I was like that's not how you that's not how you should be looking at me See, but that's normal you, so you're used to it. I wasn't. I was like, why am I such a little bitch? <laughs> you're absolutely right. I'm such a little bitch. Like, no, yeah, it's okay of No, it's okay. I accept it, you know? See, but the thing is, it's normal you. Me, I was like, what the hell is wrong you, with you? I think, I think people don't get how hard life is being so sensitive. Because it's like, oh, <laughs> you little fucking baby. But like, you know, I am an actual baby. You say one me thing, I know. and I'm like, oh. I know how you feel. <laughs> and I got acne again. It was so disgusting. Acne? Like, I-, I haven't had acne in the long... Okay, I haven't had acne for a mm-hmm. while. Yeah. I started getting bad acne on my chin again, and I was, like, freaking out. And I went to my sister, and I'm like, look, I'm breaking out. And she just laughed at me. And I wanted to cry, because I was like, I haven't broken out in for, like, two years. I mean, it's probably not a big deal for you two if you guys are still breaking out, but it was different for me because I haven't broken yeah. out for a while and it's just because my hormones mm-hmm. are everywhere. <laughs> but yeah, like, I hated, I really did hate readjusting to life though. Like, not even just, like, the hormonal part of it, but just, like, movement-wise. Like, I live in a two-story house and I had to be downstairs because I wasn't able to walk upstairs. So mm-hmm. I, I wanted to be in my room, but I couldn't because I couldn't go up the stairs. I couldn't move around as much. Like, walking was hard for me. That, like, Wednesday when I first started walking, I knew so much energy to walk that when I talked, you could barely hear me. Like, I was, like, whispering to my mom. She had to lean in super close yeah. to hear me. I probably can't even talk as quietly as I did then because it was, I don't even know how quietly it was. Like, I feel like I wasn't speaking mm. all the time. And healing has kind of been, like, a really a really kind of difficult process because I'm very I like to do things by myself and it was really hard to do that after surgery like I I don't even know like there was just so many things that I just couldn't do and it bothered the living crap out of me like as of recently and Daniela was there to witness that like I was able to kind of get up out of bed without having to use my arms to prop myself up as much or just use as much like strength to push me up and I was so happy I I cried I just haven't been able it's to It's one do of the that. little things. And I guess, you know, us being youngsters, it doesn't cross our minds that, like, we, our bodies are still just as susceptible to injury. And, like, any moment we could obviously, like, have to have a surgery. It's just not something that we yeah. think about. So, be- 
being incapacitated like that, like not being able to do just the little things that we would be able to do every day, I guess just we take that for granted. But Catherine has had to like yeah. live through just not being able to do what she usually does. And that's so frustrating. I mean, it was. And you know, the like the thing is like my doctor told me too, he said that like my teratoma, it was really rare because of for one, um, of the size, mm-hmm. which was fucking thirty four pounds. <laughs> And two, because of my age, like he normally won't see a teratoma this big in someone as young as me. And I was like, yeah, I mean, this is, ter- this is, that's just great. My body mm-hmm. does hate me. And it was just like, like little things that I just couldn't do. Like even like sneezing has been a big thing for me. Like today I didn't wear my binder because I had to wash it. And I finally like sneezed a loud sneeze. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> that's a normal like, oh, Yeah, we're back to it. I was like, whoa, calm down there, Catherine. <laughs> I haven't heard that one in a while. <laughs> and like just like random little things that I'll do normally, I'll like stop myself and be like, "Wait a second. You yeah, it's it. such like a big deal. It's like a rush of adrenaline. Yeah, it's like something that we don't realize how like significant exactly. it is. I guess, until yeah. Like... So if you can walk upstairs, guys, don't take that crap for granted. Because <laughs> I couldn't. Like you can get up without having to like use your arms to just prop you up. Actually, even just being able to get out of bed by yourself, I had, that was the hardest thing to do. I had to, the first two nights that I was home, I wasn't able to get out of bed by myself. And I was really scared because then my mom would have to stay longer or like some, because I, my body after surgery, for some reason, wanted to go to bed at nine and wake up at seven Ooh. in the morning. <laughs> Actually, on the occasion, I'd wake up at six and I would have to wake up my mom to wake up so she could pull me out of bed so I could go to the bathroom and then my body would just be awake and I was just like really scared I was like crap I can't get out of bed by Mm -hmm. myself like how is my mom gonna go home but by the third day I was actually able to do it I just used my arms because I was there was my bed and there was a couch next to me to kind of grab on to the couch and like pull myself up while using my right arm to push myself Mm -hmm. up so I was and then now I'm just actually in my room upstairs and I've been up here for probably like two and a half weeks yeah I mean just getting to the level of recovery that you're at right now is just so accomplishing and fascinating and it's like yeah. congratulations Catherine like that's so oh, amazing thank you. thank you and I'm glad you've mm-hmm. like you've come out of it just as like well you know and, like, there's, like, little things. Like, I'll look at my scars sometimes, and I am I like to pick at scabs, right? So oh, I my God. <laughs> at my scabs. Okay, I know. And this is where I learned, right? The parts where I didn't pick at as much or that I picked at later at are mm-hmm. healed better than the parts that yeah. I did pick at earlier. <laughs> I know. Okay, don't. don't just like, it was fun, okay? And my nerves had like kind of grown back where I had my like where my scar is but like when it wasn't grown back as much I'd poke where my scar is and then poke somewhere else on my stomach and be like I would literally just play with my stomach and be like ah, I can't feel it. oh my god I can feel it there I was like telling my sister I was like Kayla look I can't feel it right there you could poke me and I wouldn't feel it like even right now I'm kind of poking it and I'm like I can't yeah see guys my nerves are still growing back if you could feel your stomach right now thank god <laughs> Say yeah. <laughs> amen. Say amen. Thank Jesus. Thank everyone. Thank the universe. Whoever you worship, so thank them. Thank uh, Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> thank uh, uh, Ethan right. Klein. He looks Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay. Uh, 
<laughs> but yeah just like little like dumb silly things and like my sister just looked at me and was like really and I'm like but look I can't feel it and it's really funny because like my stomach basically hasn't like reformed itself yet so I still kind of look pregnant mm, yeah so I have to like basically push my stomach out and like like push air into my stomach and then I went up to my sister today and I just looked at her, held my stomach, and was like, it's a girl. And she just looked at me, and she's like, fucking stop, stop. And I'm like, what? Hey. And, you know, I tell my sister, I'm like, if we really need groceries, we can go during the pregnant hours. And I just won't wear my band. Oh. I'll wear, like, my regular clothes. And, or if anything, I'll wear a shirt that's too small for me. <laughs> I don't think I have any, though. I'll have to, like, bar- I don't know. I'll have to borrow one of my roommate's mm. clothes wear a shirt that's too small for me so my stomach purposely pushes out so I look pregnant and just be like yeah pregnant lady uh, coming yeah. through I need to shop uh-huh. that system. yeah I'm totally not going to spend an hour smelling candles <laughs> but that's what I'm driven by candles I have so many candles oh my god I I didn't stock up on candles I have two more candles left and I'm like oh wow. crap oh, too many candles Carlos you still have yours mm-hmm. Yes, actually, I do have mine. Nice. I lost my lighter, but I finally found it. It was behind my back. That's not good. That's you a shit. That's a shit. okay. Can't blame it. I mm-hmm. guess. I guess, Carlos. <laughs> but I mean, that's right. that's been a ride, definitely, for you, Catherine. Mm-hmm. Props. Yeah. Like, we appreciate you. Yes. Sharing, so. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, another thing that also has, like, kind of, like, just come upon me is just, like, learning to love my body more. Oh, yeah. Because, mm-hmm. like, and I will say this, like, as a big thing for anyone and everyone. Because it's, like, I have a crap ton of stretch marks mm-hmm. left over from my stomach because it was so big. And, you know, like, my mom was kind of telling me, like, Catherine, I'm so sorry, because if we knew this sooner, you wouldn't have all those. And I was just like, no, it's okay. And, like, even my scar is kind of, like, ugly, because I had staples in. So, like, you can see where the staples were. And, like, my stomach isn't cute. And I've kind of just, like, I I just look, and I, I also used to have, like, a hernia by my belly button, but it's, like, gone back now, so it doesn't look as ugly anymore, <laughs> which is great. Goes Like, you go get, but... Like, me before my surgery probably would have been like, what the fuck is wrong with you, Catherine? But, like, me now is just, like, all of my stretch marks and my fucking 12-inch scar and all these little, like, dots where my staples are is all just showing me that I've healed and my teratoma is gone and it's fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, like... At this point, I've just said, fuck it, they're gonna be there (laughs) and I can't do anything about it. And that's okay. Yeah, exactly. I just, it's just so showing, you know, of just how much you've gone through. And it's like, oh, well, you know, (laughs) like yearbook memories. It's it's like, you know, that one signature that you really liked. It's like, oh, yeah, hags. That's what that scar is. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. So this is going to get like probably too explicit. I don't know how explicit, but like, you know how, like, guys will sometimes joke, like, haha, I have a 12-inch whatever, oh. and you guys know what I'm talking about. My scar is 12 inches. Oh, my. I... Part of me is like, pop it out right now. <laughs> Let's measure, kid. No. Oh. Go. I mean, oh, wow. 
I mean, now you've got it. Like, if if a guy ever claims like, it, my scar is bigger than most of like my. I haven't really told this video, but I'm saying it here. My scar is bigger than a lot of guys think. Thanks. Kind of proud. Of, am I proud of myself? Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Is it something to be proud about? Not really, but no one can exactly. compete. No one can compete. Twelve inches. Let's go. Oh, an actual foot. Of course. That's. Oh my god. Like, just to think, just to go back to, like, just to think, like, that was in your body at some point. I can't. I know. Like, I really, uh, so the way I used to measure it, because my, when Monroe was that small, because now she's freaking chunky little brat, I was like, oh, I have a Monroe in me. But weight-wise, it's like two and a half Monroe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then after my surgery... My uncle, my other uncle came up to see me, my uncle Ba, and he like brought up my cousin, my two cousins, and he's like, You have a gang in you. And I'm like, What? You <laughs> had a gang in you. Gang is the name of my cousin. And he's like, Yeah, gang is always bouncing between like 32, 33 pounds. And I like got like a visual input because he's tall. No, it wasn't gang. I think it was food. I'm totally wrong. Yeah, it was food. Gang is not that bad. <laughs> or was it gang? It was one of the boys, but like they're tall and slender, yeah. right? And they're not, like, short and chunky like Monroe. And so I was like, oh, my God, I had that inside It's me. It's just, it's wild to think about when you, like, think of it like that. Like, if I really think about it, like, I could, I don't know why I did this. I could look at a damn 25-pound bag of rice and then, like, that was inside <laughs> me. Why didn't I ever think of that until now? Oh, yeah, for comparison. Yeah. Just like, I don't have photos of it. For most of you guys who haven't seen a 25 pound bag of rice, just go to your local Asian Look it up. store. Mm-hmm. Or, no, you need to see the version. <laughs> you gotta see it. Like, the Asian store will have a 25 pound, 100 pound, 50 pound. And, you know, yeah. for the people saying, do you really need 100 pounds of rice? Yes, you do. My fam, and <laughs> my family goes through that in like three months, maybe less. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, my sister and I will go through like a 25 pound bag in like two ish mm-hmm. months. Kind of. Yeah. Well, me and Carlos were thinking ending it off at like a body image kind of message. But you, you have anything else to want to talk about, Cashman, for this podcast episode? I feel like I've gone on such a ramble and a rant <laughs> about everything. It's it's been such a like such a telling episode. I mean, Nico, Nico, I know. did he give us this content? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. Nico's, Nico's was fun though. Like literally listening to Nico's, like I could just imagine him talking about oh, it. Oh yeah, it was definitely interesting. I liked how he was, was so great. passionate. About it was fun about all that pizza. I know. <laughs> like, I'm not even like who's that passionate about <laughs> pizza other than fucking Nico. Did you not? Papa yeah, John, come on. Come on. He, he almost tried to diss him like that. Yeah, <laughs> we couldn't let couldn't it happen. Always. But you think that's it, Catherine? No. I, I honestly think that's it. I think people have heard enough of me. Part of me feels like people are going to stop halfway and be like, no, this podcast is it too is, long. Fuck that shit. I'm out. It's only our third one, and it's pretty it's pretty lengthy. But, you know, I mm-hmm. think it's, it's, it's all lengthy. good content. I would not... Yeah. I'd say everything we hit on... I, I would hope it's good content. Yeah. <laughs> everything we've hit on mm-hmm. is, like, pretty good, like, just for people to hear, like, a good quote of it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. But, okay. yeah, I think... I think we're all good here, you know? Mm-hmm. Up here? All right. Well, thank, thank you, Catherine. Yes, for again, thank you show. so much. Oh, my God. It's my pleasure. Like, I love you, too. I'm here for you. Yes. We love you, too, Catherine. Love you, too.
And now for the listeners, we do promise that this will be the last time we talk about coronavirus because I'm pretty sure you guys are all tired of, yes, of exactly. hearing about it. Yes, exactly. We're done with impacts. We, <laughs> so next week, we're going to have a new um, topics to talk about. We're yes, that obviously. Out. But yeah. uh, then next week, uh, a no guest week. Yeah, so mm-hmm. if you don't like us, me and Carlos, sorry. But <laughs> it's just, you know, I think we'll go back to... You know, letting it just be the bros. We'll bring it. Yeah, but yeah, we'll, we promise it'll be a corona, corona-free. Yeah, uh, we'll just be entertainment specifically. <laughs> yes. Ooh. All right. Well, thank you guys for s- sticking t- to another episode yes. and listening. Bye. And yeah, we'll see thank you, guys you so much. Time.